Updating. I gotta have like a 40 ounce. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awesome, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh, yeah, you specified. Hey, what's going on? It's episode 88 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. I got to tell you, uh, for you guys that are listening, I, I I guess I made a huge mistake. I was uh, I met up with Ben today with our kids, and uh, Ben happened was talking. Actually, he sent me a text the other day. He's like, hey, you know, now I know why editing is so important to the podcast. And I was like, oh, what does that mean? Cause I, and I thought, oh, last week you remember that, you know, we – took a bunch of breaks or he stopped to pee at one point and he realized how much work I put into the podcast. And I just said, Oh yeah, well, thanks. I guess now you do know. And then, uh, when I actually met up with him, we talked about it again or I asked him, I was like, Hey, what just, what did you mean by that? And he's like, Oh, it was just really raw. And I'm like, Oh yeah. You mean like it was raw and now it's not raw and it turned out well. And he's like, no, it was still kind of raw. No, I meant like you wore purple leather tight, <laughs> Uh, outfit while we recorded and you made jokes about gay policemen <laughs> and uh i had one of those moments like you know when you see a movie and all of a sudden you start flashing back to different things and i go oh no i uploaded the wrong file <laughs> i uploaded the pre-edited uh hey my man podcast rather than the uh obviously the post edit and the only excuse i can have for that is my dad died uh no bullshit my dad died i think the day before right that old line again really you're going to deep into that well again. Was it like, was it the day before? We recorded the day after. Yeah. <clears throat> so the day after. Yeah. So it was the day after that that I actually did the editing and then failed to. Uh, by the time uh, the episode went up, oh, it was Sunday. It was the uh, the day of of the service. So his wake, I came home. That's the day mm-hmm. I uploaded it. Mm-hmm. So I I picked the wrong file. Uh, my you bad. Told me, you told me like it's in the can. Like <laughs> yeah. I, at the service, you told me like it's in the can. I'm gonna pop it up there tonight <laughs> on the internet. I'm thinking, okay. You shut up. You're like, hey, you know, you have my blessings and condolences. I'm like, just so you know, the podcast is ready. You're like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which was funny because the week before, when uh, he was in the hospital, you actually I was I was like editing the podcast about to put it up. Cause it was already a day late. Usually comes out on at Sunday night at 11 and it was Monday and you were just sort of putting out a, Hey, anybody who listens to the podcast, just so you know, for personal reasons, the podcast is you were just sort of protecting me and just saying, Hey, I don't even know if Dave's going to put it up, but yeah, without, well, we was, never checked with me. You just sort of felt like it didn't come out. So I'm assuming this guy's a normal human being and is going it's probably yeah, going to be a couple days. It didn't look great. And it looked, <laughs> it looked like a situation where one might need a little bit of time to not, uh, tell jokes <laughs> so, you know I, I was i was like yeah so I, I didn't want it to be vague you know what i mean i didn't want to right obviously air your and as your as i saw that text come up or the tweet come up i said oh <laughs> funny enough i mean i actually just got done editing and i i'll be posting it momentarily so <laughs> yeah i i hope you guys can excuse me i usually don't make mistakes like that i have since corrected it so you know uh a large majority of people already listen to the podcast unedited. <laughs> and you know what? I guess maybe uh, 
gives Ben and everybody else a little appreciation for the uh, yeah. for the effort and time that I uh, actually put I into like, the podcast. Normally, <laughs> when I when I listen back to episodes, I go, "Gosh, it sounds so dumb." Like I never, I prepare about what I'm going to talk about, but I never go like bullet point it, like hit this, hit that, which is what any I think anyone with any preparation or mind would do. I just go, well, "I'm going to talk about this," and I'll, I'm I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna little I'm gonna little wane it. I'm going to go in there and straight off the cuff, man, top off the dome. But what happens sometimes is there's not that much on the top of the dome or it's in the wrong order. So I go, uh, you know, I say a lot of dumb things or I use the wrong words and or verbiage. So uh, sometimes you will leave it in to make me look dumb and sometimes you will take it out to make me look less dumb. And so to hear it raw, I was like, oh, that's uh, right. And And you didn't think for a second that I did that on purpose? I did. You know what? If, you did, didn't you? No, because it was both of us, not both. Right. Oh, both of us were <laughs> like, um, if you left yourself sounding stupid, I, knew like, I think you had like coughed a couple times or something. And normally I wouldn't hear a cough because you would just have chopped it out or something like right. that. So, I, you know what? If if the big guns can do it unedited. Well, and I, I always I've always said uh, to you, really to nobody else, but I've always said to you and I said it to Nick and I said it to Steve but prior to you even being here. I said, you know, the fact that we're not big time celebrities it you know that's where i think we i make up for the difference is that i i take the time to to edit the podcast now those guys yeah. don't have to because people are going to listen either way their content is yeah. strong all the time you know all the way through that monologue style podcast but i feel like as far as a two guy podcast go can't be beat other than your brother-in-law, Steve, no one's going to listen to Bill Burr and be like, Psh, this amateur, this mediocre comedian. <laughs> no one else is going to say that. So the, Probably the it. most hipstery comment of, of the uh, of the fiscal yeah, year. Bill Burr is mediocre. At best. I was like, dude, I'm tapping out. I just, I don't want to, I'm, I'm out. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to be in this. So it's like when like you, like you trading jabs in a fight and then like when someone like limperists it with their best shot or something, you just go like, I'm not going to do this. You like the uh, the wedding singer? I mean the old, yeah. I mean the old guy punching <laughs> the Michael punching Jackson, Jackson jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, you... I get, well, not. It's not like that. Like, oh, this guy's not the same arena. But I was just like, this is like we might as well be arguing over unicorns and like magic rainbows. Well, it's almost like there's, you there's, there's nowhere f- to go from that. You've come with, to a fight prepared with a baseball bat, yeah, and he brings up the blow up baseball bat, and you're like, we're not. <laughs> right, right. This is, this is or confusing. he throws flowers at me, and I'm just like so confused. I don't know what to do. <laughs> We're referencing it. We're referencing a Twitter uh, back and forth I had with his brother-in-law Steve. I don't. I sent him. Bill Burr had uh, had done some rant about like Chicago Cubs fans and how uh, they suck, and he was just talking shit about them. Uh, I found out later on Joe Rogan's show that essentially he had done that because it was he it was like a baseball-related conversation, and they had just beat Boston or something right. like that. So he just. Just to go at him, just just he was making things up almost out of right. out of thin air. A lot of it landed true, and because Sox fans don't like Cubs fans anyway, sometimes uh, they were like, "Yeah, fuck the Cubs," you know. You're totally right. He was talking on Joe Rogan. He's like, but at the end of it, I go, I don't know. I'm just making this shit up. Whatever. I don't really care. I'm just joking around. But they took that out, and then they right. played, and he became like this flagship well, for the the White Sox, which he knew nothing about the Sox. Well, he 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 did it on his own podcast months ago, so I don't know if they had used that same footage and they talked about it, it or was. whatever. But yeah, he had talked about it on his own podcast, and like you said, he was sort of riffing off the cuff. It yeah. was so stupid, but like you said, somebody picks up that argument that's like, "Hey, listen, you can't say anything about the Cubs or Metallica or Guns and Roses or you know, insert whatever here." Yeah. I won't listen to it no matter what the argument is. And it's like, well, you know what? They do suck. 
So I'm I, a Cubs fan. I'll be the first one to say they, they're awful. They've been awful for many, many, many years. That's part of what makes them lovable, I guess, right? I don't know. I know a it lot was, of things that are awful, and I, think, I just don't you know like what, them. Dude, I don't, think people, I don't think people really like the Cubs. Not really. I've always said this, you know, the, being that they're on WGN and the fact that the, that was one of the teams that they broadcasted nationally yeah. and overseas for people yeah. that were in the military, that's why they're America's team because they that's who was on. Yeah. You know, I know I get that. I just don't think people really like the Cubs. I think people really like their 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 dads and their uncles and their grandpas. And I think people really like summer and beer and women. Right. And all those things are related. Like, I remember my dad took me to Cubs game when I was, you know, and uh, I actually, um, when I was young, my dad did take me to some Cubs games. And when they went on strike, my dad just was like, baseball's done. I'm out. He he had the same ability. I, I felt think, the same way. I'm guessing he gave it to me. My dad knew when to <laughs> walk away. When to walk away. Like how I stopped watching Sons of Anarchy two seasons ago. I was like, this is, it's all I need. Uh, I always brag about that. I walked away from Dexter at a, at a, at a ripe Done time. Both of us. Well, um, no, I did watch the last Dexter. Right? Trying to think of, I know this, I, I won't go through it. I've, there's been a couple that I've stayed till the bitter end, but I have the ability to walk away. And my dad did that with baseball. He was like, no matter how good it gets after this, I'm out. No, no good. I don't think I ever came back really truly after. I mean, there was a couple of seasons there where the yeah. Cubs went to the playoffs where, you know, you started to get rejuvenated. Well, I did. I was like, uh-huh. okay, well, this might be something. And then, and it just wasn't. Yeah. I've just, I've, I, I, I remember I told you a couple weeks ago at the beginning of the basketball season, I was like, man, maybe I'll give basketball a shot. And I was all hot for basketball because I watched a couple for 30 for 30s. Watched the first Bulls-Knicks yeah. game, never went back to it. I mean, <laughs> you know what? I enjoyed it, but I was like, I just don't have time for it. I just don't care. It's just not that entertaining but, to me. But baseball is the same way to me. I mean, if the, the World Series is awesome. I don't care who's playing in it. Always yeah. entertaining. Yeah. But that goes for any sport when it's at the, other than soccer. <laughs> when, it's a, <laughs> when it's like, dude, you can watch the... I, People are gonna not like this either. I don't care. But I, I, I want you to know that I tried. I tried hard with soccer. I worked with a ton of Mexican dudes. Not not just Mexicans, but they were from like South America. I worked with a bunch of Hispanic people, or Latin people, um, and it was all soccer, soccer, soccer all the time. And where I worked, they would always be on the break room during World Cup two thousand four, six, eight, something like that. And they had their teams. I learned the people on their teams, and I would watch it with them, try to get excited. And then I just, after like four games, I was like, this this can't be all you're excited about. Right. This can't be it. It's like hockey without the hitting or without. And, okay, whatever. It's just my opinion. Some people love soccer. I, I think it's. Well, you know, brutal. you always hear that, like, I guess that uh, the chant or the, uh, what do you call it? The, the announcer doing the old, like, goal. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I feel like, like that. you That's yell awesome. that because it's like, finally, somebody scored. A, that, you're super excited that there's <laughs> yeah. something has happened. Of course you're that excited. Right. You have nothing to cheer about for about 45 Every minutes. now and then you'll see a guy accidentally get head kicked or kicked in the balls or something. That, that's exciting. But I outside like it, of that, yeah. dude, it is. You remember that old, like, uh, it was a Simpsons episode where it was like the center kicks back to the forward, to the center. And it just, it just keeps, <laughs> yeah. I mean, as stupid as that is, it's exactly how I feel about soccer. I guess if if you were to play soccer, I know people always say, oh, these guys have amazing cardio. I don't really care. You know? I mean, I just watch track it and field. It takes tons of talent, dude. It you know may. Size it's it may. Be? No, no, again, I, but I don't, so does yeah, ballet. Yeah, I don't I'm, give a shit. Yeah, I don't care. There's a place in, in uh, Cherville, which is a couple towns over, uh, at Klein... And I think it's, uh, was that? Aquatots, dude. That's where my kid goes to swim. Okay, you know where I'm, you know I'm going to go with this. Uh, no, I don't know. There's, there's a turnabout. They, they put a turnabout in. 
You know what Turnabout oh, is? Yes, but I haven't seen it. Okay, it's just past. Uh, on, so, if you so if you if you go thirty to Klein, you go south, south of thirty on Klein, right okay. there. Yeah, I don't know. So I have no uh, reason to go south of thirty. Ever. So there's a turnabout there. So I come to the turnabout, which I haven't been over there in forever, and I come to the turnabout, and I'm thinking like, how do you work a turnabout? What? Why is it easier, harder? What's the benefit of a turnabout other than a, a four way intersection? Yeah. And I don't know if it was just a beautification thing where they're like, oh, let's put it, let's be the first town to have a turnabout. But just because we're talking about soccer, it made me think like how European is it better? It's I I don't know because I don't I think they're it's supposed to continue traffic flowing more rather than a bunch of people backed up. So it must have been it must they must have deemed that the intersection was a big you know there's a big it's cluster gonna going to certainly on there. tempt me to go around in like a Benny Hill fashion right, like but, around and around. But the problem is is if you don't know how to work the roundabout because apparently you're supposed to yield until you start until you get on the roundabout then you continue around. But my thing is, how is it any less or more confused? Yeah, see, like, we have no idea. No. It just seems like a a huge waste of time, and I don't understand it. So whenever you come across something like that, it's like, oh, this is is to make things easier and sort of get the traffic flowing. But you have all these these stupid people who can't figure out a four-way intersection are now trying to, you know, manipulate their way around a roundabout. If you're going to embody a country, it ain't going to be Europe. If you're going to body a country, it's probably America. You'd think. Yeah, I would think so. Especially right? in America. Well, you know, we're, we're America's not good. very like, um, I guess how other countries would see us is how I could see you. As far as like uh, Americans are, let me, I'm not going to backtrack, let me see if I can further expound upon this. Uh, Americans are very like my way or, or, or the highway, right. and they're very like... Uh, Hardworking, put your feet, feet, you know, pick yourself up by your bootstraps, right. and so that's, you know, yeah, that's but more it, you. I, I'm probably more Europe. Yeah, than I just, you. Oh, there's not yeah. a, there's Look not at this V neck right yeah. now. Which one, back with the which one of us is U.S.? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm at one seventy five. You're feel, also wearing goggles for some reason. I don't know what that's about. For a look, dude. But. Yeah, so anyway, I, I get confused when you, they throw something at you that's like that. That's like, oh, this is kind of cool. We have a roundabout. It's like. I mean, I, I I don't think that we have people in this country that drive well enough to 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 figure out. I guess what we do is just drive around this circle here. It should be the second left exit. There's the hotel. Hey, look, kids! There's Big Ben and there's Parliament. There it is! There it is! There it is! I know. I can't seem to get over to the left, honey. I'll try next time. Sorry. We'll get out of this jam in a minute. Kids. Big Ben, Parliament, again. Yes. We know Big Ben. Parliament. Look, kids, forget it. It's amazing. I cannot get left. There's Big Ben kids, Parliament. <laughs> I don't know. Have you ever been in a city where they have like an eight-way stop, uh, an eight-way traffic light that like spiders off into all oh. these? I'm like, I have, I've just, Dude, I, I, I get you know how so many scared. I've just driven through. I'm like, I don't, even, I'm not really sure what's happening. I always here. think I'm going to go down a one-way street on accident when I get to those. 
I just don't understand how they couldn't have laid it out a little bit better. There's I mean, one... the city's on a grid, so why couldn't why why are these all these forty five degree angle streets? Where are they coming from, and what are the, what's the need of, for them? I forget what damn street is it. Wells, I don't know. Um, when I went to the Double Door not too long ago, there's there's sort of an it's like on that north, like Clark and all mm-hmm. that area, Lincoln Park ish, whatever. People that live there are gonna say I'm way off, but by the Double Door, uh, there's several of those things where it's like. You, you're supposed to turn right, but does that mean a hard right, a soft right, right or just sort of like a little bit of a lean to the right or, or like a damn U-turn Yeah, almost? like a, I follow the road or do I, I actually never turn know. the steering wheel? Or- I never know. And there's drunk frat guys just screaming like, what's up? You got to go left. And I'm like, that's the only way I hadn't thought of. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad news. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, my wife's terrified of driving on the expressway, but my thing is city driving even at no, it's stop and go. Like those situations present them. I, I have zero problem driving in the city or on the expressway, but that's the kind of stuff that gives me like major anxiety because yeah. you, you know, I, 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 I I'm like, driving the city. For, I'm like fourth in line at a, at a stoplight. And I'm like, Oh my, my anxiety's building as I come. It's like, it's going to be my turn. Where do I need to go? What yeah. do I need to do? And you know, a lot of times in the city, at least in Chicago, I don't know if you have this problem, but my, your sometimes your GPS signal, you ever have that go out? You're like, yeah, I don't need a city. map. Yeah. I was going to, ride this thing out on my gps I know which <laughs> east and west bro then <laughs> you get up there and your your you know your, yeah. your signal gets jammed and you're like well yeah i don't know what's gonna no happen idea. now yeah i don't know what's bad oh we got started on that by cubs but let me go back to the to the original of that conversation wormhole i don't think that people really like the cubs i think that they like their family and their old memories with their parents and or family and or friends that's it i, I think you agree. enjoy that i i grew up like i said i went to a few with my dad, I thought it was great. He stopped watching baseball, so did I. I eventually, um, I don't know, when I was like a teenager, and I hadn't watched baseball for years, and my friend uh, Brandon had some extra Sox tickets, and I went with him, and Albert Bell hit a grand slam, and I was like, this is awesome. Then I ended up going to another one. Next game, Frank Thomas hits a grand slam. So I've been at two Sox games, two grand slams. Uh, that's how you get converted. I was like, this is way cooler than what I remember. So I started going more and more. Next thing you know, I named my cat Tadahito Aguchi, starting second baseman for the 2005 World Series Championship White Sox. I feel like uh, I'm not really, I don't really care. I mean, if the, the Cubs are, again, they're supposed to be great this coming 2015 yeah. season. However, I hate the White Sox. I don't know why. Always have. You don't like trash. I mean, See, maybe maybe that's trash. what it is. I I like the I like the old Comiskey. I don't like the U.S. Cellular Field. I thought it, I always thought it was like too. I, the way it's, it's laid getting, out it's is really better. stupid. Like no, it's gotten better. The, the seats on the top are like if you go. I mean, They're pretty vertical. Oh thing. yeah, it's yeah. it's horrifying. If no, you're but up there. I feel like you. It has you, been improved upon. How? Uh, they changed it. They changed a ton of it. They changed the way the bleachers were. They put the ivy in. The, everything was blue. Now it's green. They've uh, they've added just a bunch of uh, good beer vendors. And I, I think that they. I'm going to get killed on this, too. I don't think that they so much changed the pitch as maybe they removed some rows or something to do oh, with that, okay. but it's not it's not great. But I remember the first few games, it was pretty weird. I had good seats, so it didn't affect me, but I started going to cheap sheets, and I was like, whoa. Uh, it's slowly gotten more and more. I mean, literally, if you're if you're terrified of heights, it was it's, yeah. it's, it's bad. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I feel like if you lean forward too much, if you're cheering, which you're probably not going to do with the Sox game, but no, you, might, you, might, <laughs> you might fall over the railing. Even from the top, so you might do like me and just start yelling, "Scott Pesednik!" <laughs> just start falling. And down. I, I think I, I always, and I, I love when people. This, this is where people are going to be like, "Well, if he, if he was on your team, hate AJ." And as sure. I started to get Why back into you? baseball, He's the most hateable dude ever. <laughs> I, you know, I, he was there, AJ and I was Brzezinski, like, "Yeah, I'm just not. Yeah, I'm not." That really just solidified because I'm like, I hate this guy so much. I okay. mean, everything about him. 
So that's why Steve was wrong about Bill Burr. Okay. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> Anyways, so you, uh, what the hell else were we talking about? You didn't edit properly because you had I, Well, so now I, I, it is edited. I, I switched out the files. So if you go to listen to it now, it's going to be, it should be the edited one. I think on Stitcher, they still will keep up both. You inserted a bunch of funny jokes. Yeah. Put a lot there's, of good stuff in there. Well, there's music in there. In there. There's, you know, it's, 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 uh-huh. a, it's a polished turd now. This is Michael Rappaport, and you're now listening to the Hey My Man podcast. Speaking of hipsters, I was a little bit late coming here tonight because I was like, real quick, I'm just going to, uh, I wanted to stop by the, the local uh, beer store, and I wanted to stop and grab a couple of things that were cold out of the freezer or out of the cooler. So Amazing. I, 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 grab, I grab the stuff, and I go to the counter, and uh, you would not believe it. It's, it's a dude wearing, uh, he was a nice enough guy, but you tell me what you think he was wearing. And I just want to see how, like, know your hipster. You know what I mean? Like that. Where was the liquor store located? Let me just say this. It's heavily influenced by craft beer, and it has been for quite some time. It's seeded into it. Well. It's it's in Highland on the boulevard. It's yeah, my favorite see, liquor store. See, I'm assuming that I, this is going to be my bias because I know the general area, and there's a couple of blocks that are. I'm going to say a turban with a jewel in it and a deep V-neck. First of all, you son of a bitch. You mean like the bad guy from Mike Tyson's Punch-Out? Yes. Uh, Wasn't there a bad guy who his jewel would flash and yeah, then he would hit him? Uh, something Tiger. What? No. Tiger? Yeah. Something Tiger. Like the jewel would like do a, yeah. like a double twinkle and then that meant he's coming for his bull charge yes. or something like that? No. That, well, well that'd be bull. bull. Yeah. Not Soda Popinski. Same bald Something bull Tiger. Charge. The guy's name was Something Tiger. All right. Well, it wasn't that guy that sold it to me. Uh, I thought you were going to go the hip strangle, which is kind of what this dude was. He's a, a skinny fella. He's wearing those one-trick pony um, suspenders, oh, yeah? which was awesome. I'd seen him before, and he's always wearing them. And I was like, all right, I know what team you're on. I get it. <laughs> I, read, I read your signals. And uh, he had he was a skinny dude with, like, like short, short hair, but a real bushy beard. Cause Did you guys do that thing like, you know, Harley riders, when they see each other, they do that two-finger salute. <laughs> he sees your deep V, you see his deep V, you guys have your own, like was, you make like a V with your fingers. Let's just say it was understood. Okay. Everything was understood. There was no need for words. I had a conversation with him. We just stared at each other for 10 minutes. But no, I, I got the stuff. I, I got a couple bombers of things, and I, and I just was making small talk while he was ringing me up, and I was like, yeah, I'm just, I'm going to buy some bombers that aren't $12. I don't understand why three Floyds. Charges twelve at least twelve dollars for their thing, and they're like a uh, half a mile away. I don't get it, you know. And you saw, so you saw the one trick pony, and so you went, you went to to yeah. bash free Floyd. Yeah, Just, I, okay. Because I, I wanted him to go like, well, I always go to one trick pony, you know, and I'm right. like, yeah, I like that place too. Oh, and we both go like, dude, dude, germs. So uh, I did that, just thinking I'd make small talk, but I did not know he had like a deep-seated hatred for me. He's like, yeah, fuck those dudes, man. Like, I, I hate those guys. And he went on, and I had been rung out for like five minutes at this point. <laughs> and I'm just standing there trying. I'm like, yeah, there you go. Right, right, definitely. Oh, you did go to Michigan. That was cool. And I, I was talking like a jerk because he was a nice enough guy, and I started it. But uh, I ended up being late because this guy was telling me about his deep-seated hatred. So now you see it's... Did you give him a it's, podcast it's, sticker? It's hip on hip crime, dude. No, I didn't have any on me. Oh. Uh, I will. I will. That's I was like, a hey, listen place. to the show where I make fun of you, dude. You're going to love it. <laughs> Not really. The guy was cool. The guy was cool. But it was it, it was kind of funny, though, because I didn't think it was going to. Uh... But my point is it's evolving. It's evolving. See, it used to be like like the, the business model of like, you can't come here. You're not cool enough. I don't know. See, now Craft Brew has branched out. So it's, as I've mentioned 
know, maybe 27, 28 times on the show. I feel like, you know, I, when I do get around to drinking, either I'm at somebody's house or I, I'm at a, a drinking establishment. I never, I haven't been to a liquor store and, and I couldn't tell you how long. And that makes me more grateful that I don't go to him anymore. No, this dude is cool, man. This guy was a nice guy. <laughs> Sounds like it. He was. How cool. old he, was he? I'm going to guess 26. Okay, good. So he's found mid, his mid he's found his career then. He's he's deep into it. He's deep into it. So yeah, that's why I end up being late here. But they're starting to eat their own. Is my point. They're starting to go at each other. Next thing you know, who will survive? <laughs> Only the strong hip will survive. <laughs> like freaking zombies. The deepest bees. I had a customer disservice this week. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, and I'm gonna put him. Oh, I wrote the wrong name on here, but I know where it was. When given the choice between Qdoba or Chipotle, Chipotle, you go Chipotle every yeah. time. I do too now. Uh oh. I tried to support Qdoba because I was like, "You guys were here first. As far as in Highland, Indiana, you guys were here first. So I'm going to give you How my hipsterish of you. A 762 is going your way. Right. Thank you very much. You're welcome. I've never been inside either restaurant. Just so you know. <laughs> it was like that Seinfeld episode where he goes to uh, Babu's got the place, you know, and he's like. Uh, you should change this into a, <laughs> Indian is it Pakistani? Yeah, like, yeah. You should make this Pakistani. You <laughs> There's know? nobody like, else you should, around doing it. Yeah, like you'd be the only one on the block. <laughs> and he's walking away, he's got the inner monologue. He's like, I'm such a good guy. I'm such a great guy. He's thinking like, man, I really I really helped this guy out. He's so proud of his like whatever he's for the Babu. That's how I feel like. I was like, oh, you know what? Chipotle's running away with all the business here, but. But I know who really I know I know who really uh, cares about me. Qdoba. So I went there and I'm, I get my stuff and I'm thinking, yeah, I'm really I'm a great guy. I walk in, dude. The guy, the woman making my stuff, couldn't have looked more sad. Like, she looked like I thought it would look like uh, when I'm weighing my options. Like, and like Chipotle, there's like people throwing party and there's like Hooters girls, even though they don't work there, they're just wearing Hooters outfits and running around right. Chipotle. Uh, and there's people like popping champagne or better yet, popping like Tabasco sauce and there's a piñata and everyone's laughing and hugging and having a good time. And they're looking cute open. It's like, there's like one flickering light bulb right. like above the thing and there's some old like flies buzzing around the meat. But I wanted to support them anyways. So I go there. The chick looks so sad. She wasn't, it wasn't like horrible service, but she was just like, I guess... You want a taco or a, bur- or a burrito? You know what I mean? I thought I was like, don't cry about it. You were inside. I went in. Okay. I wanted to get it to go. Okay. You know, and uh, I don't know. I was the only one in line. I didn't really know how to order. I'm looking at it. I don't know. I guess I'll just pick whatever. But that's not the worst part. The dude that was cooking. Now this, the meat and everything was already cooked, so he didn't affect my then purchase. But the guy on the grill and if you've ever been to like one of these places you know there's a dude that's always like, constantly scraping the cast iron right. and flipping the meat and they make it seem like more real food is being done he's like wearing like he probably weighed 200 pounds 6'2 but he's wearing like a triple X his stuff's like hanging off him right. his hat is obnoxiously cocked to one side I don't give a shit which side but it was obnox like way cocked I mean Okay, and if that's not enough for you, like his stuff was just ill, like a pot handle. <laughs> he looked like a like one of the, like a little rascals gang members. Right. Like, oh, what do you want? Some beef, Shemmy? And uh, no, but like it's way cocked. He's like super unshaven. Just kind of even his hands looked hairy and crazy, and his clothes are dirty and hanging off of him. I can even get past that. But he wasn't working at the grill. He was just standing by the thing, staring. 
at every customer <laughs> that walked in. It was only me and three other people that walked in behind me. Just staring. With a look like... With, with like an aggressive... Like, if you make eye contact, we're going to end up fighting. <laughs> Which I don't want... But I'm not 100% against it either. Right. Because if I'm going to fight somebody, it's going to be somebody like that. Right. You know what I mean? I don't want to fight some guy that could be a good dude. I'm pretty sure you're a piece of shit. Right. I'll fight that dude. But like, do I want to fight over tacos? And then 30 seconds into me thinking about whether or not I'm going to fight the cook, the lady's like, have you decided yet? They're like, oh, uh, <laughs> just give me three tacos. So she makes my tacos. They don't look good. She just didn't make them look loved. They just... Yeah, I like. I would have got back there. I would have. And you been paid. Happy. You ate them just like you normally would. I, I can't believe you're complaining about this after the fact. Yeah. I mean, and you're not worried about what her what her inner monologue or her story was. I mean, it doesn't. I didn't tell her. No, I'm just saying. You know, I, I have to assume <laughs> that, like, right away you go to. Well, she was probably sad because of this, and I'm wrong for <laughs> even bad. assuming. I'm bad, empathetic. Are you when sure? When I'm hungry, it goes away. Like, Are you sure? If I was drunk, maybe I would have been. What's <laughs> uh? No, so this dude's like mean mugging me, and then everybody else comes in, and he's just standing there. And then the manager comes up, and he doesn't look the right age, and he doesn't look super professional either. And then I'm like, what's going on behind that that wall back there, like where the sink is and stuff that I can't see? There's probably something crazy. There's like cockfighting or something happening. Don't, don't you feel like when an, an, a, when a company chooses for uh, its employees to be wearing a uniform, they should also make sure that uniform is fitting? I mean, like, it, it I would even fits argue the person. you could use the word, it needs to be uniform. Right. Everyone needs to be dressed the same. And having their hats the same. I mean, that's the problem that you have when, I guess when I, when I had, like, the, the fast food jobs, I always had adult women as the management. And so yeah, they always seem like, like they took the job way too seriously. But now, yeah. you know, you look around and it's like the, the manager's 17 and the the guy that's a couple of are 16. See what happens when you don't have that aggressive, like, soccer mom. I remember early it. on, probably in the first, like, handful of episodes of the podcast, I was talking about this. Like, I would never employ, if I owned a business, I would not employ any males under the age of, like, 25 years old. They're not worth anything. No. They can. No, they'll steal. They'll give away, yeah. you know, for, which is also stealing. But. They're useless, absolutely, and you can't tell them anything. There's a certain point when, uh, if like, I guess if you've gone to the service or you do something where you're you're so ready to be married and move on with your life that you've gotten into a profession at a young age, fine. But the dudes that are sort of like bopping around in the you know uh, bottom rung of the ladder of employment jobs like fast food or you know uh, stock boy or and and you're yeah under 25 years old, you have zero other, you like live with mom and dad, no other responsibilities outside showing up to work. Yeah. That's it. That's when you, you know, they're, they're completely useless. All, all old lady. I would only hire old women. Uh huh. I wouldn't even hire a retired dude. Cause they're big pain in the ass too. Oh, they feel like they're done. Too. Yeah. They don't need to work. So basically older women. And then, uh, that's it. That's it. Yeah. That's the only one. Yeah, really? Like, yeah, you can even like, go more specific. I think, We'll say 19 because a lot of people don't don't pass high school right away. We'll say 19, <laughs> 19 to 25 um, is that's the specific age where that is a very dangerous cocktail. It's a very bad recipe of, of uh, testosterone and lack of knowledge and lack of experience. You know what I mean? If you throw those recipes in a pot, what you get is a guy who thinks he knows stuff, kind of wants to fight you or have sex with you, uh, and doesn't know anything. That's You don't need that guy for anything. But believes... Although, the contrary to all that. And I would argue that was me until 29. Right. 
Well, some people are late bloomers. No, I know. Sure. I, I, but <laughs> I've seen it time and time again. Like you're saying, this guy, how do you, that, I guess when you're wearing your hat like that, I mean, obviously there are girls out in the world that like, I guess that style for lack of a better but he term. He wasn't wearing it in a jovial but way, like, like Chingy in a Nelly video. Like, Hey, I'm going to cook it right there. Like happy. He was pissed off. Okay. Like, you're the one wearing a hat. Why are you mad? Today? When, when we were at the, we were at a, uh, like a gymnasium with a bunch of bouncy houses. In yeah. It. Like the ones you rent for birthday parties. There's places that, uh, they have some square footage. So they have like 12 of right. them set up and the kids go from two so to fro. We're in there talking and a guy walks in and it's, you know, 50 degrees outside, like well, maybe like 40 something, whatever. We should have brought our kids. No coat. And he's got a, he's got his hood on. Oh. And it's like a, a sweat. It's got like a hooded sweatshirt that's a little bit too small for him, and his hood's on. But the hood—it was so annoying the way the hood was on. It was sort of like at the crown of his head, and he's like walking in, like almost like he's walking up to like a prize fighter walking up to to a ring, or he's going into a vocal booth to spit some rhymes. Yeah, it, it was the most. And his pants are sagging down. And I understand. Hey, he's got kids too, of course. Why wouldn't he? Sure, sure. But uh, have a bunch. Totally. Yeah. Contributing <laughs> to uh, society. So then this dude's mugging over, like wanting to fight, or at least in my head, I'm I'm about to I go just, for a knife. Th- but doesn't that, I mean, just the whole thing is like, it seemed to me like even when you had whatever your style was, think of the Fonz, okay? He wasn't traditionally what the normal guys in that show looked like. However, mouth. he still, the way he wore it, he didn't look like a slob. He still, he wore the leather no. jacket, but still wore it in Not a classy. conventional yeah, but, but. In a classy fashion. He still took the time. And I guess... Somebody was, t- we were talking about uh, my dad a lot this week. And one of the things that I, that always stuck out to me was the guy always carried one of those unbreakable combs in his pocket. From, <laughs> I love from, it. From the, from the first time I, I ever, you know, one of my earliest memories. And the my Bruce sister, Willis movie, right? Yeah. Okay. No. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, I know uh, what I mean. That's we cool. were, uh, that's old school. That's greaser, man. We were reminiscing and my sister said, Hey, you know, one of the things that I, that I want as a keepsake from my dad is his unbreakable comb. And I was like. God damn it! I would. That was a good one, man. I wish I would have thought of that. Ah. You can put a shadow box with this unbreakable comb in it, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Because for he sure. was always he's always concerned. But like you, every fifteen minutes, the guy was running a comb through his hair. Really? And you know, my dad, which would, made you super excited, like looking forward to, like, well, I'm not going to go bald. Look at that. No. Look at that head of hair. Exactly. You said what, that before. That's why I, I'm always in search of the best barber or mm-hmm. a great barber experience. African American you know, important, right? Well, he didn't have that. I had that. I tried to sort of convince him of that, but yeah. uh, you eventually I don't know found if he your way. Went. Yeah, for sure. But it just seemed like, even though my dad was a mechanic and he wasn't like you know he didn't he didn't wear a suit and tie, he still was able. He still it, presenting himself was still important. Yeah. So I don't understand the whole thing where you got the shirt that's four sizes too big. You sort of got man boobs, and you know you're just you, your pants are sagging down, and yeah. like you said, you're half shaven. But it's not a look that you're cultivating; it's just you're too goddamn lazy to shave. I'll tell you why: it's a lack of self esteem. Right, one hundred percent, and it's but a lack of like you just think you ain't shit. Problem is, is there's not only and then okay, you get mad because you ain't shit, there, and you get mad at the guy buying tacos, and you're like, I'm not shit because of you, dude. But there used to be a thing where there was there was guys that didn't have self esteem, and and as a result. They didn't find chicks, and chicks didn't find them because right. they're like these dudes are right. douchebags, losers. Right. Whether they were or weren't, unfortunately, they didn't have the self esteem. No girl wanted a guy that wasn't confident. That's sort of you could be an ugly dude and have confidence. And you know when people say, oh, "I don't understand how that guy got her." Well, it's one of one of three things: either you mm-hmm. uh, are ultra confident, yeah. super funny. They love funny. No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that wasn't the one I was going for. Me, I never speak at home. Uh, but but ultimately, the, you know, it comes down to the fact that if you have confidence, that that 
sometimes supersedes your your physical appearance. Fake it till you make it. But these guys That's have, what women do to us. They don't have a rap. They're mopes. They're straight up humps. Yeah. And I'm just like, I, but now it seems like there's, everybody's like that. There's girl humps and there's dude humps. So they find each other. Yeah. Well, I think, I think that the amount of them became so much. All right. Dig this. <laughs> have you ever read Sneetches on the beaches? Yeah, of course. My favorite Dr. Seuss book. It's not even close. The, well, <laughs> the giving tree's good. But, uh, what happens is there's a bunch of sneeches. There's people that hang out, right? And this guy comes with a machine, and he puts stars on all their, their bellies. The people that go to this machine and the people with stars on their bellies start having their own parties. And they start going, well, we're having these weenie roasts, and you're not invited because you're a lame-ass, no-star-having sneech, right? Well, then they We start- call that a beach. <laughs> right. So they start doing that. Well, then these people will start having these parties because we, we don't have stars. And people are changing back and forth and back and forth. Well, what happened was so many people became losers because of a plethora of reasons, which we won't go into, but we all know what they are, most of them, just, you know, coddling and... Communism. So many people will say, these losers with the stars on their bellies, because they couldn't hack it in the regular Sneech world, said, well, okay, I'll get the star, i.e. a tattoo, uh-huh. or a tight shirt, follow me, or a beard. They kept doing that, and before you know it, yeah, we know we're not better than you. We know we haven't achieved anything. We have low self-esteem. But screw you guys, man. No, I'll take it even a step further. I think what happened Further is than Sneeches? Yeah. You, this, I gotta see. You sort of made, helped me stumble on this point. I was thinking about this when you were talking and waiting for my chance to talk. Um, <laughs> if, if you have, like, you have, like, sort of a costume of what's cool, right? Whether it be, you can spit <laughs> beer on your microphone. No, but that might be the funniest thing I ever heard on this podcast. <laughs> uh, once, once the popular culture has decided that there's some sort of a uniform of, of what is and what is not cool. Sure. For example, a beard, easy. Yeah, you could be a nerd and you grow a beard. You automatically are sort of like a little bit closer to being cool. It's almost like picture that you know you move to a different school. You're a freshman and you're the biggest douchebag in your school. You switch towns. That hard. You switch towns, you're going to a different school and you do the old, you know, the old thing where you tell everybody at the new school yeah. that you were a you know have, you know, I was a cool guy in my old school, you right. reinvent yourself. So, you know, consider that this is after high school. This is most of these hipster douchebags are like they're out of they're between, you know, high school, college, you know, right in that. that I don't fault any any like teenage high school hipsters. You're still figuring your stuff out. I have no but these guys judgment toward them at all. Think about how you've said like here the new cool look is I don't give a shit. So now we're confused because the girls who have gotten sort of conditioned to go. Oh, we're we're supposed to like dudes with beards and neck tattoos. Oh, and that play Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, and video games all the time. Yeah. And now you've there's okay, there's the guys that we're are cultivating a- that that beard look though, mm-hmm. and the hipster look. Uh-huh. And then there's the posers who weren't were just slobs that didn't aren't trying to cultivate a look. <laughs> like they made the wrestling team, they just <laughs> yeah, they just don't have a job. Well, these guys were shopping at the at the thrift store because they don't have any money. They're not actual people who chose to shop there, and it confuses the women because they're like, "Well, wait, is this a legitimate hipster? Is yeah. this a dude who I'm confused? Is he a loser or a fake loser? This is how that whole bum thing comes back in. How many we said a, a bum could mix in with your group? 
Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. now you get a homeless oh. guy off the street and chicks are like, yeah, you see yeah. my new How guy? do you think Ravenhawk <laughs> seamlessly went to our party, dude? Right. Nobody batted an eye. But could you imagine now? I mean, I know that was probably in the era of uh, of uh, flannel shirts and, and grunge. But yes. really now, if he if, if Ravenhawk found himself at, at Three <laughs> Floyds or another you know local brew pub, he might he might reinvent himself. Ravenhawk would be the bell of the ball if he went to Three Floyds. I probably. Promise you. Dude. I mean, seriously, well, give the guy dark. a little bit of a bath. You know what I mean? Just get blow the stink off him couldn't a hurt. little bit. Couldn't hurt. Couldn't hurt. But that's what's confusing is is that we've now decided that this is the the new uniform of coolness, and unfortunately, it's not that hard. That's a real easy uniform for for really anybody to get. So you grow a shitty beard, you have uh, inverted uh, pecs and a little tiny baby beer belly. Mm. Your shirts are very small. Your clothes yeah. are ill fitting. I mean, that's a and lot feminine of feminine colors on and, purpose. And just to... most dudes don't give a shit. I mean, pretty much unless you are looking to go out there and seek a female. Mm-hmm. That's when you start giving a shit. Otherwise, if it was all dudes, you just wouldn't care. No, you would not yeah, care. So now so. picture this, though. All the chicks, they are into the look of you not giving a shit. It really opens up. I mean, that's why there's no just, dudes just out there by, that are trying. Just by pure numbers? Just because there's so many of them. So, of course, a certain percentage of women are just going to follow. They're just because... saying this is, I guess, this is what the magazines and TV are telling us is the cool look. So, I want my I want my boyfriend to be a, a guy that looks like You're all the cool like dudes. You're saying, like, Jared Leto starts sporting this look, and that guy would be, like, good-looking no matter what, like, uh, was popular. So, the women go, well, look good on him. This guy kind of looks like. And then yeah. just it breaks out from yes. there. Jared Leto and Sneetches. <laughs> that's really what this comes down to. If you really had to do it in three words. I mean, think about this. At one point in time, and I'm not talking about the clothes he wears, but you look at a guy like Tom Selleck, okay? That guy was is looked at as yeah, traditionally a handsome dude, right? Am I off base here? There's no argument. Okay. How could there be? Then you go to a guy like, uh, you know, who else was traditionally a movie star? George Clooney. Traditionally a handsome looking Can you go with Brad Pitt? Nice. Brad Pitt. I'm just getting there. I'm getting there. I'm going to oh. get there. So, okay, Brad Pitt. A traditional... Uh, we've all decided that that he's an attractive yeah. male. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Are you kidding me? I want to, dude. <laughs> I want to. I want to see Brad Pitt naked more than my wife does. But you, all three of those people, you can't like you couldn't put those people in a hipster look. You couldn't make like dress them up like Zach Galifianakis and and they still hold on to their 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 looks. Hmm. You know what I mean? They, you they, don't think they could? No. You couldn't put, like, Tom Selleck in, in a, uh, a a tight screen tee and a, you know, even in, when mean, he was in his mean, best shape. Or are you, are you saying back then they couldn't, as I'm where saying, now they could? No, take Tom Selleck in his prime. Mm-hmm. Put him in a time machine. Bring him here now with the looks that he, the traditional, what we thought was handsome about facial bone structure, uh, grooming, okay. uh, facial grooming, mustache, you know, if fitting, you took. Fitting of the clothing. Everything the way okay. the way that a, a man was perceived as this That's is what the archetype just, of a, just me. <laughs> this is the archetype of a. It's a man, right? Man. It's a man. Burt Reynolds too. You could also say him. And you look at and you go, well, here's the thing. I I would assume that back then it was important for a woman to have a man that could actually physically defend her in a situation that required such. I feel like it was more important, yeah. And now it's like we've gone the way of like, hey, equal, equal, equal. Now these dudes are like, well, I mean, why should I have to fight? It's almost like, hey, if the uh, yeah. Titanic's going down, I mean, hey, it's the first guy to the boat. I don't know what to tell you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it mm-hmm. seems like we've completely lost all the uh, gallantry, maybe, is the word. I think in a, an attempt to balance things out and to become more civilized, that does happen. You know what I mean? Just the more educated, the, 
I shouldn't even say that really because I won't even go down that. But I, I read some stuff from some people that wrote things in the 1800s. And all I could think of was like, holy shit, these dudes are so much smarter than us. Like a hundred something years ago. How does that happen? Way. I mean, the the people that were not regarded as that smart write things. And you go, wow. Yakov words. Yeah, that's what I thought you know. <laughs> but yeah. um, Yeah, dude, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how it's great. I think I, so I, I won't say more educated, but I will say uh, as as we a, attempt to, I guess maybe, maybe get more globally. Do you think well, maybe that's well, let me it? Ask you that this. we're just not our little microcosm anymore? I don't think, I really think that what, I, and I don't think this is even really debatable. You're probably going to be like, yeah, no shit. Hmm. But we are 100% slaves to, mass media because you couldn't okay you know how like they'll do these tests where they'll they'll put like probes on your head and they'll be able to check your brain waves to see what if something excites you a part, certain part of your brain will light up you yeah. have no control over that scientology right like they'll show a child molester a guy they assume is a child molester they'll no, do I these tests you and they'll yeah. you know certain I don't know if like epicenters in your brain or whatever light up yes you couldn't take a, a woman who I would think a woman who like, I would never watch. A, by the way, I would never watch Fight Club with one of those attached to me. I'm like, no, this is stupid. This is a dumb test. What is this going to prove, anyways? I'm not going to wear probes. If you think about, okay, say for example, you had a woman that you know in the in the six or seventies or eighties looked at a Burt Reynolds or a, uh, you know. Let's just use Burt Reynolds for example, and, sure. and and you you put that on their head, and we said that's a that is a that's what people think is a good looking man. That yeah. he's a good looking guy. Yeah. He's symmetrical. He's or whatever Steve science McQueen says. Or like a Paul Newman, yeah. like, a, like yeah. a tough guy. Perfect yeah. example, Paul Newman. If that was a true reasonable test, you should be able to fast forward to today and put that same test, put Paul Newman on the screen. Why is he not looked at as? attractive anymore it's because the needs, society of, the needs and, of the women are different that's why because the needs of women are different is it the needs of the women or is it because that's what the their perceived needs anyway okay they don't need a guy to physically protect them with a a, a large femur they like do in not 2001 anymore no not really not as much they need a guy uh you know it's a different people can talk shit on social media now you know what i mean it's it's the, the level of of toughness when it comes down to it when you sh- get yourself in the ring okay that's a different story but for the most part you can get by this is why fighting. we need to have like a, a science versus religious debate because i feel like biology tells us that you don't get to you don't get to change your biological makeup as far as what you're saying like, oh, well, now things have shifted. Women's needs are different. Well, no, they're not because biologically, and I'm not, I don't know this. I'm just, this is my no, assumption. No, I, I think you're right. Biologically, you still are looking for, again, the symmetry of the face. There's certain things that like you do not control on what is attractive to yeah. you, right? Yeah. So they say like when, when, a, when a woman looks at a man, she wants to know that, you know, there's certain features or certain things that tell her that this is going to be a person who's going to give her good looking children uh-huh. and he's going to be able to provide for her. And he's a, you know, he's strong. He's going to be able to protect her and protect her potential future family and all he these things. He's a good provider. So, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that part of it, I, are, you're saying, so we've de-evolved I'm saying and our they, biology that's has still changed. the core of it. But, but is the, it because you can, how yeah, can anybody look at a guy like Jared Leto and say that dude could protect me? That because guy, the, the pool is different. I don't give, there's a, not as many Steve McQueens out there. So you have to resolve to plan B, which is Jared Leto. There is Steve McQueens out there, not but they many. don't work. They don't work in the, that's where the media comes in because you're, they're only, they're not out there chopping logs, dude. They're playing Xbox. No. They have four kids in there playing video Who games. Who do you think's logging? 
machines only, there are guys still doing it. Not as many. But you just don't get to see them on TV. They're not movie. The movie I don't stuff, think there's as many. Hollywood's not looking for those types of people. You think, because, you think if it was a bunch of Steve McQueens, they'd be going to Walmart and making ramen and shit? No. Listen, if you look at, look, look at for example, the movies that were <laughs> action movies we have today. Yes. When we were growing up, uh, you know, the action stars were young and they grew up with us. They I'm rapidly learning about they the con- 80s. <laughs> they continued to be action stars. As we grew, they grew. Steven Seagal's belly grew. All these things grew, okay? But the problem is, is now we're in 2015 and we have the exact same action heroes are still our action heroes. We're not going back and getting these young guys and building them up for the most part. We just saw a movie where... Uh, Kevin Costner is like a CIA spook that's going out. He's a badass. We saw mm. another one with Denzel where he's a badass. Saying, Liam taken, Neeson saying is still a badass. Taken couldn't be done in the 80s? No, I'm saying it absolutely could. But the problem is, is we're not... Gro- Hollywood is not grooming new badasses. I don't know that the U.S. is grooming new badasses. Maybe they, that's they are the like case. in the octagon and things. And there's a, I think there's a select few that are more badass than anyone ever was before. But the... Look at the vast I, I think, majority of us do not need to fight. The vast majority of us do not really need to cook. The vast majority of us do not really need to um, protect our family that much. Well, who tells you, know you what that? I mean? The media tells you. No, that. it's proven. You just don't. Uh, why would you, you never? Why would you? Why did you before? We didn't know what was going. We now know more stuff that happens because of social media. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. back when there wasn't, you know, all we had was a, a, a phone on a wall. We didn't have cell phones. Because we of didn't have computers. It's because of convenience. I don't think the world has changed that much as far as the, day, the day-to-day dude. stuff. No, I, it, yes, it has. But I'm saying we still need guys to go out there and chop down trees to put in the machines. We still need all – these people still exist. It's just that they're not <laughs> – Hollywood's not asking – they're not putting them at the forefront. You so got you Channing Tatum, okay? We need to have more scouts finding more tough guys for movies? Chan, Channing, I want the next semester Stallone, God Channing damn it. Tatum is a guy that they've sort of groomed, okay? Hey, this is a guy. He's in good shape. He's a good-looking dude. We're going to make this guy sort of uh, he's but but they do this thing where they're like he's action, but he's also he's also comedy. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like yeah. uh, Schwarzenegger, I guess, if you looked at it, he was like he was very dry comedy. Like he, in Commando, he would throw these. I mean, I don't no, know. I mean, even in the action movies, yeah. they didn't really it wasn't too mixed in. It was like he would say a couple of one lines that were not supposed to be really funny. They were most supposed to be like badass. Bennett, chill. Let out some steam. Bennett. Let, let out some steam. Bennett. He goes, he's dead tired. <laughs> right. I'm playing him. And again, that's supposed to be tongue in cheek funny, yeah. right? It's not supposed. Everyone, you're supposed to get sort of a chuckle, like, "Oh, that was a badass line." Everybody wanted to have. If I ever killed somebody, I'd sure want a line to walk away oh, with, wouldn't you? God, you know what? Shame the devil if I ever do kill somebody. Don't say something <laughs> awesome first. I mean, you, you know that, like, when you get into just a, like a little just an argument with somebody, and like you walk away and you go like, uh, "The oh, jerk store I called." Forget, <laughs> forget they're running what, out of you. Forget what movie it was where the guy's like, "I should have said that." I should. Oh, I think Jim Carrey and the Could George Costanza. Well, yeah, yeah. The jerk store called. <laughs> they're all fresh out of you. But, George uh, the Ocean called. They're on a shrimp. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I get mad when I when that happens. Like that's that's funny to me because that's a real thing. Like when you go like, oh, I should have said like, oh yeah, well you're the one who wore the Wayne's World shirt in seventh grade. And it was too tight. Like I didn't come up with anything good, right? How did we get on this? Well, I'm just saying if I shoot somebody and don't say something awesome to the no, I mean, how did we even get to that? Where do we start from? Conversation wormhole. <laughs> I, I think we started off with Steve was dumb about Bill Burr. Yeah. No, liquor, no, we jumped somewhere. The liquor else. store. We were talking about hipsters in the liquor store. That's, That's all we needed. Was. That's all we needed. Well, and I was seeing how Ravenhawk could walk into a bar. <laughs> sometimes, uh, sometimes that happens. Sometimes you just kind of go the wrong way. 
Listen, oh. we're not going to figure out the we're not going to figure this out tonight, and uh, we're definitely this is this is one of those topics we'll probably be be uh, be hitting on again. As it but should be as we are the authority on it. Let's move on. Do you have any news? Uh, I do. But, okay. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. No. I before do, I do, well, I was just going to say as we're talking about these old times, uh, we don't have to. Go, we sort of touched on this a little bit, but I was. This is apropos to that. I was going through a box. My dad was. Uh, this ought to give you a little shed a little bit of light because we've been talking about dads this week a little bit. Um, I was going through. I have a, a box of of my dad's old artwork. Like it's funny because your your dad, from what I gather, was known as a very a very hard, stern, tough guy, and that reflects a lot on his children, and his family, and that's cool. It's a cool value. Um, I am the son of. A uh, a cartoonist slash graphic designer. Well, listen, Nazi propaganda posters. I I don't consider it art. They're but, art. Right. They look good. Right. They look good. I mean, look. There is some craftsmanship. You don't have to win the war to, to draw well. Right. That's what right. he used to always say. My grandfather right. as well. But I'm I'm the son of a cartoonist slash graphic designer, and my mom was like a, a secretary or something who had like a <laughs> jerk ass of of a dad. You know what I mean? So I'm gonna come out with a different. View. I'm a little more, uh, a little more, or lighthearted. I was going through a box of his artwork. And I was trying to um, go through some stuff and see what, what's, what's. Some of it was for work, and it just really didn't need to be kept. You know what I mean? So I was going through it, and some of it we wanted to be framed. Well, uh, as I was going through, I found an old article where he used to work for like Middle Steel or something. He would draw for them for their paper and graphic work. Anyway, they asked him uh, something about how he had an old love for World War II and World War One stuff, and uh, he had mentioned like the quote came up that he said and it really it really made me think he talked about uh like what your favorite era was be like if you could be born in a different era what would it be and the guy i think that just asked him along the course of the interview they asked him like if you were born in a different you know era what would it be and he said well i'd like to say uh the 40s he goes but every era sounds good until you're there right it's easy i think i shouldn't misquote him but he said it's easy to say you wish you were born in a different time without having actually lived it and so i was thinking i was like well that's funny because i would have preferred to live when he grew up i would have loved to be a kid in the 50s like that yeah, so for I, me that's like perfect if i didn't have to be jewish i would i would agree <laughs> <laughs> well, you could pick a worse decade and a worse location right. to be a Jew, but uh, but it made me think. I was like, that's that's really interesting because I've thought that a lot of times. Like, man, I want to be like outsiders. You know right. what I mean? I want to be like a greaser and and, and all that shit. I don't so, think you get to be a greaser. Do you think you get to be a greaser? I would try to earn to be a greaser. Well, I'm just saying, if if, if we were both in the 50s. And one of us had to be a social, one of us had to be a greaser. I mean, you're going to be the social, right? No, I think I'm the greaser. Why? Because I'm not right wing at all. So she's have money and are clean cut. I've relatively normally not been any one of those things. Yeah. I listen when I grew up in high school. You just because you grew up in a shitty. You, you, I grew up in a shitty area. Right. Most of my friends. The term that we used in the '90s was dirthead. Uh, there was a band called Dirthead. That was the term that. And I don't know if this actually ever happened or if they subjected themselves to it because that was. Um, we called dirt the metalhead guys were dirt heads. Well, when I was when I grew up um, in the '90s in Hammond, it was sort of uh, the thing was we like, called anybody from Hammond a dirt head. <laughs> Fair enough, <laughs> uh, but I think that I don't know if they gave themselves that name or not. But regardless, that was their badge of honor. All right. Well, like with Sneeches, I'm gonna put the star on. Right. I'm gonna be a dirt head now. Fuck it. I don't need to be cool. That's the reason I wore Chucks. But uh, they were called dirt heads, and so I would. I would uh, say that a dirt head would be similar to a greaser. That's what I would say. A social. Okay, look. If 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 anyone listening to this is from the region, a social is from Munster. 
Okay, okay I, I, how about A dirt this? head is from Hammond. I, I, well, was, I sure as hell wasn't a monster, so I would be more of a dirt head. Yeah, but okay, I guess. I'm not saying because like, I'd be he, super tough No, I'm saying shit. that if, I guess if you were, because you, you could be, you could be Johnny. If you were, you know what I mean? You Stay don't have. Gold's pony boy. Because you just, I, I mean, I'm. Why do I have to is, be the sissiest one on no, the whole entire crew? Why can't they be so Johnny, Johnny killed the guy. Uh, yeah, he pony, stabbed a guy. No, Pony Boy killed. No, he guy. didn't. didn't he? Did Johnny, Johnny killed the guy. Pony because Boy, Pony Boy was getting Pony stabbed. Boy ran so with him. him. He ran with him. But no, he kind of known that Johnny was not the tough. Yeah, was he, he Ralph Macchio? Broken, yeah, he came from the broken home. All right, I'll be Ralph Macchio. Yeah, I mean, you're you're definitely not Matt Dillon. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping to be soda pop, but no. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying that. Like, I don't know. I don't know what the hell I was saying. What, how the I'm hell? Sure, as hell, no Patrick Swayze. I can tell you that right now. That that's, you were that's saying, tough like, shoes it, to fill. I wanted to be in the fifties growing yeah, up. Yeah, no, I was saying I the feel same like thing. I would have made that's a cool funny that I feel the same way. Like if I was to pick a time, because I feel like I don't think the we music would have been that. Far. The music was the best. Yeah, the chicks looked hot. I like the look oh, of I love the, the look. Yeah, that's the, the best look. look. And think about the whatever f- happened to girls dressing up for Halloween or for like dances in the in poodle skirts, and that seemed to be big in the eighties. Like the hula hoop. <laughs> just left. It's just you know what I mean. The '60s happened, which is funny because my wife always says like, "I'm sure you could guess that oh, yeah. by throwing it at the wall." Uh, my wife always says the '60s, but I would be the '50s. I don't think we'd be that far um, apart. I think. No, you, I'm sure. If you because... took punk rock, that would be greaser, right? And if I took my dirthead shit, that would be greaser. Well, obviously, here's the thing: greaser. just be you could have grown up on the wrong side of the tracks and had still had some some. You don't have to be an a-, a complete asshole to be uh, no, on the wrong side of the tracks. No, you just have to be the wrong side of the tracks. It's basically a geographic thing. It's not like you would have chosen to to try. They were yeah. only separated. Sort of like people that live in the hood now. It's like, oh, that guy's a thug. Well, it's like, well, he's also like their the whole family lives off right. like fifteen grand a year. Right. They don't have shit. Of course, they're angry. You know what right. I mean? So it's or similar. You, yeah. No, just guilt by association. Basically, yeah. you are. It's determined who you are and what group you're in by a set of railroad tracks. Mm-hmm. Where are we going with this? I just wanted to know what oh. era you would like to grow up in. I see. I jumped yes. the gun on that. No, that's that's exactly no, that's the fine. same problem. I was actually thinking, I'm like, well, if I was born in 1940, mm. like be like yeah. 15 in 1955, something like that. I think my dad was born like in the late 40s or something like that. But it's so funny that he was like, oh, yeah, it'd be so cool to live in the 40s. Because he loved, I think he loved like old planes, like Red Baron and... You know I mean, he loved old aviation and, and war facts. So to him, that was old and cool. Snoopy? But I want to be like, that's right. That's exactly what I was referring to. But I wanted, I was just thinking, like, that's so funny because you grew up in the area or the era that this would be so great. Like, I think that would be so awesome to, to hear somebody from that era go, like, yeah, I'd rather be somewhere else. It just blew my mind. And I wanted to get, pick your brain on it. That's all. Yeah. You know what's funny? If you would have asked me this, like, I don't know, 20 years ago, it would have been like, oh, medieval times for sure. Or I probably at some point in time would have said like the 1800, like cowboy times. You know what? Both of those w- sound cool and look cool until you go home and don't have any electric. Right. <laughs> like medieval times is great until you get a common cold well, and you're really, dead But in what's days. great about medieval times? Because if you were talking about the real medieval times where there wasn't dragons and people were just, people were wretched and Dude, gross I and they smell awful. Game of and they, season yeah. four again. Everything's great about no, it. No, I see. I disagree. You know how many topless women were in medieval times? Yeah. There was so but, many boobs. Unf- but the thing is, it's, it's, if you see that many... After a while, I mean, a boob's a boob's a boob. I'll take my chance. It's being drowned, Mom. I'm not worried about that at all. All right, I got some news for you. All right.
Where's the news? This week in news, people in the Middle East are killing each other all over the place. But in other news, um, I will I will just throw this right off of Yahoo because I have the app. But I had a question that I, I that I thought about when I read this, and it says, uh, "2015 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductee." Oh, class. awesome! They say it now so that you can mentally prepare for Kiss not being there again. They're um, in. I know. I know. Oh, all right. It's a bummer. They're already in. <laughs> if only they could be inducted every year. I'm like, that ain't no pistol, baby. This is my love gun. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has announced next year's inductees. Lou Reed, Green Day, Stevie Ray Vaughan, and Double Trouble. Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, Bill Withers, and the Paul Butterfield Blues Band will all join the class of 2015. Ringo Starr will be given the award for musical excellence, and 1950s R&B group The Five Royales will receive, I hope I said that right, the Early Influence Award. Uh, here's the, the caveat. Artists are eligible for Rock and Roll Hall of Fame 25 years after the release of their first album or single. Green Day, whose debut EP, 1000 Hours, um, came out in 1989, are entering the institution in their first year of eligibility. That would make sense because Bleach came out in 88, Nirvana got in last year. But my question is this. Steam, Stevie Ray Vaughan. I keep saying Steamy Ray Vaughan. You have to see the episode. Stevie Ray Vaughan just now getting in? That's yeah, crazy, isn't it? But after 25 years, you're in. Right. Now, he was playing, obviously, in the mid-'80s. Right. So I, did they question. sit on it? I don't Well, I was Googling I, Did Stevie was Ray Vaughan get in here. himself, and now he's getting in as a part of Double Trouble? I looked it up. And I couldn't find out the... Can you go in twice? It said Vaughn will also be inducted posthumously. Posthumously. Posthumously? Posthumously? Posthumously. You say it so easily. Though his backing band, Double Trouble, are also getting in. Um, It doesn't really say if he already is. That has to be the case. I'm assuming he already is and now Double Trouble is. But we'll just say Double Trouble then. You know what I mean? Just be like the band that, that played with that awesome guy. Yeah, I mean, maybe he got in for a different, I don't know, maybe he got in as a, a songwriter and now he's getting in at, like, ensemble. I, I mean, I don't know. It's like a war. Here's the thing. There's zero, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, the Boxing Hall of Fame, the Hockey, they're all, it's all bullshit. I, 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 I don't understand the, the vetting process. It's all politics. Um, as far as I'm concerned, I feel like you have to, you have to have, if, I, if it were up to me, you have to have changed the face of, of modern music in order to be considered. It should be a hell of a lot smaller group. And I'm not saying this for any like disrespect of green day. Obviously that name stuck out out of the people that you said, because I was like, that doesn't really seem like I, I, I'm not a fan of Nirvana, like a big fan of Nirvana, Mm. but I will definitely say they changed. They made made a a mark for change of direction of where music was going. Uh, Like it or not, they did. Yeah. And I don't believe I liked that first Green Day record. 
I probably like it the best out of yeah, any 1, Green Day record. Slap Happy Hours or something. I don't, I don't like know the name of it. It was like a hyphenated name. But I just, how are they in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and how are they? You know, I don't get it. I don't know. I I am a fan of them, especially like those first couple. I I man, I used to listen to in in high school. I listened to a ton of Green Day. I was one of my first concerts was a Green Day show, like my first real concert, not being brought by someone else or not a religious group. Um, <laughs> I count those because I did see the waiting at Camp LRCA. Striper twice. Fucking good, man. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like I've I've always liked Green D, and I think they're I think they're really good. I don't. I think they've been consistent, and I think they've been hard work, and I think they keep churning it I'll out. I agree. But but Hall of Fame, I don't know. That's why. Who cares? It's just like some. I mean, I guess that's why I get. <laughs> why would Kiss be in last year it, and it, them now? Like, but, shouldn't there be a it irritates me because you know I know it's not even the same. Why wow, they have know, to thing, wait on Steamy Ravo? Um, why do they have? You know, like people argue, like, well, Jose Canseco wasn't that great; he shouldn't be in the Baseball Hall of Fame. But I would yeah. contend that Jose Canseco is a better baseball player than Green Day is. A you know, he's he's well, done more to change the face. And I'm not just talking about steroids. I mean, the dude was a better <laughs> baseball player than the face, Green Day. Is. The back acne, the hair. <laughs> <laughs> I love to try to figure out since your brother used to always say that I would bring up Seinfeld, which I believe you did this time. Yeah, I got that. Maybe uh, I'd like to now slip in as yet. many Jose Canseco uh, uh, drops name drops as I can possibly muster per I, episode. I haven't mentioned you know who, but it's a big day right. for her. It's a big. All right, big, all right. I don't like down. to talk about it, sorry, right. but it's a big, big. So day. is there a, a couple of those acts I don't even know, and it's usually how it goes. There's I like. Either. I don't really care about Lou Reed. I don't care about, but I understand again, Lou Reed. I'm the same, dude. There's so many people that go like Lou Reed, like groundbreaking. I just don't, I'm not going to be like, oh, the dude sucks. I'm just going to go, I don't, I don't know. I don't get, I'll say I don't get it yet. Joan Jett herself as a musician, like all the different stuff she's done. Awesome. I love Joan Jett. Really? Yeah. I I definitely, I I have no use for her. But I, I, again, is that a person that Joan Jett and the Blackhearts as a band specific? I mean, she's done more things than just that. You know, she's been in more bands. She was in the Runaways. She was in. Yeah. She did stuff with the Germs. She did. You know, there's. She. She. I. I would agree 100 percent. Heart. All awesome should be in the Rock I don't and Roll. Know how you argue that? Yeah. Are you? Are you serious? No, I'm serious. Are you, okay. I don't know how you are. I think Heart's great. <laughs> but yeah, Joan, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts as a group. Well, well, like you were saying with Jose Canseco, at least you can go like, like, screw that dude. He's a jerk. But you can go, well, look at his body of work. And right. You can look at stats. What do you look at with stats for music? Like records like, sold. Records sold. That, but that should not money made. In that case, Lincoln Park goes in as soon as possible. Yeah, Annoying Nickelback that makes sense. Nickelback first ballot. Oh, One Direction, easily. Yeah, Justin Bieber and Sync. In right away, we could just keep. On I wouldn't even with this, argue but. with that, but but um, I don't know. So you, so it is super subjective. Don't you just have to go like people that love music love this guy, so you're in. So you can't be offended by. It. You just got to go. All right, it's well. I mean, and I think there's a lot of people that get. You know, it's like, well, these are the acts we'd like to. When we do these shows and we, you know, we do the the induction and we want to make a big deal about it. Who are the acts that we want to see? Who are these people we want to bring to to play a really cool show? Who would be cool to have on this bill? You know, I mean, yeah. is Tiffany going to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame at some point? Maybe they need like a a um, like a skybox suite in the Hall of Fame. Like you, you guys get in, you get a seat, <laughs> but like Nirvana gets a box, 
a seat up there. Uh, Mick Jagger and them, they they get. Well, how, how is the voting? Does it say how the voting's done? Is it the same way as the rock? Or, I mean, the baseball or sports halls of fame? How what? I honestly don't know how it's voted upon. I'm, I uh, blah, 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 blah. because as you know, like is baseball is the one you hear about the most. Where these, it's so political. Because you you hear all these sports talk guys talk, and some of these sports guys get don't they get bids on their they get to vote like sports writers yeah. and pundits and whatnot. And you'll know that these people like if you particularly don't like a certain team or a certain guy or you, you this guy was a dickhead while you were like a sports writer. Bill Withers wrote "Lean on Me" by the way. Okay, what else? Uh, Ain't no sunshine. Both all right songs. I mean, for movies, they're definitely great for been uh, used in a ton of. I movies. just didn't know who he was. That's who he is. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. if in in the, in the case of like baseball, for example, like we were talking about, it's 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 very 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 political. Yeah. Well, they have stats, and then That's three and then, you, and then you have people that that that, that have, can they have a second uh, angle blo- with which to look at it, and can completely block. And and bring other people on and say, hey, this year we're sure. going to get this guy in, and that, you know. Well, that's that, why you can't just take a Barry Bonds and a Mark McGuire right away, because if it was just numbers, you go, of course. But then you have a bunch of people that go like, cheater, and I'll go to my grave with my vote. And well, I'll never it, it becomes, like Southern politicians, like no black people, like no matter what, until they're dead. Well, it becomes more important now. Just like okay, if you get drafted to to Major League Baseball, it's like, well, this guy got drafted, great, he's a Major League Baseball player now. But now they go back and they look and like, oh, this guy was a first ballot Hall of Famer. That's definitely more important than being. Yeah. So now we're all me and you are both in the Hall of Fame. But I'm like, yeah, but you know, I'm a first your, ballot. That Hall would be of your Famer. box seat or, or something of that effect. Yeah. So these writers and stuff that may hate a specific guy are going to go. Listen, there's no way we can block this guy forever. Like you said, his entire body of work, he's going to get in here. But what we can do is we can push him down four or five years to where yeah. he'll always have that asterisk next to his name. Shame like you weren't a first a ballot bit. Hall of Famer. Yeah. And that happened. I guarantee that happens. As much dirt as we can dump on you before. I was trying to find out about Stevie Ray Vaughan and why he hadn't been inducted or if he'd already been inducted. And this Maybe his clothes. This happened. Uh, Maybe the worst dressed <laughs> rock star in the history of Clothes rock. might not have looked that great by the time they got to him. But, <laughs> the, but well, didn't he wear a lot of teal? Yeah, he, he wore like, a lot like of... Indian uh, yes. type? Yes, like Indian yeah. necklaces, and he wore like almost like uh, Stevie Nicks, like flowing. He dressed in like the theme that my my sister decorated her first home in like '98. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like '95. Like it always was, looks like the windows are open. It's southwestern, <laughs> southwestern. It's just you know what I mean. It's like cactus. Like if you could wear a cactus, <laughs> he would. Well, I I googled it in this research. By the way, if I'm wrong. Uh, you can eat me because I did it. I had a couple stoplights on the way here and a couple non stoplights on the way here. Well, it turns out that he was number 12 on. I, I didn't find out the answer about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but Rolling Stone put him as number 12 on their greatest guitarist of all time. So I started yeah, so going. what? I started going, well, he's pretty damn good. <laughs> number 12? Yeah. Oh, do you have the list? So I start, well, I'm attempting to get the list. As oh, I will let you on my Wi-Fi. Possibly, still. yeah, I know. I'm not allowed to use your Wi-Fi. I had it queued up, but I have to re-grab it from the air. But uh, you know about screenshots, right? Dude, it's twelve of them. Uh-huh. I had to keep scrolling. I thought about that. <laughs> um, yeah, but I was like, well, he's twelve. So I started going into this internet wormhole, kind of like how our conversation was going, but just in my head. And the people that are in front of him kind of pissed me off, and it's kind of crazy. Um, I bet you I can guess at least five people they put in front of them. I will say. Okay, yeah, because that would be, yeah, go ahead. Well, you have to have the list up. I know a few of them off the top oh, of my dome. They're probably the ones but, you th- will think of. Oh, Eddie Van Halen for one, definitely. Yeah, 100%. yeah, he was. Yngwie Malmsteen. 
I don't think you should give me three strikes. So if I can do it within, you know what I'm saying? Stay with the baseball theme. One strike. Uh, Steve Vai. Oh, I have to confirm it with my. <laughs> See? I, 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 I know Eddie Van Halen was for well, sure. Well, that's the only one you knew for sure? No, there's more. I know number one. Number one is not Eddie Van Halen. Jimi Hendrix. Number one. Okay. Yeah, greatest guitarist of all time. Which, so again, this is, this is also pretty subjective, right? But I, I, mean, I want to be able to rip through these and we've got to have this list up. Okay. Well, you may need to chop this up a bit and use your internet. And what, well, what's the, uh, what's the website? I just Googled Rolling Stone 100 Greatest Guitarists. Then you have to jump to the top 10. Because I was looking through it. And I remember, like, somewhere, Kurt Cobain was somewhere on the list, I remember. Somebody had read it and got really mad. And I was yeah, like, well, I don't blame you for getting mad. Like, he was awesome, but I'm great guitar player? Yeah, I don't know about that. He did have a master of, of sound. Like, he was able to create feedback and mess with it and create weird noises on cue, which is not right, I don't want to look at this. So he was able to create chaos. You can okay. scroll up. Well, here's what we'll do. Uh, I will see if you can guess. If he's number 12, oh boy. If he's number 12, then hold on. God damn it. All right. So if Stevie Ray Vaughan is, even with all his tassels and his loose-fitting loose, <laughs> loose fitting garb uh, and teal and fake diamonds and all that garbage, it looks like, dude, he looks like Elvis. It looks like Elvis had a kid who tried to match the amount of drugs he took and then got dressed. <laughs> Okay, uh, right. if he is number 12, I will give you, uh, you already guessed, or do you want to guess again? No, no, that's fine. Okay, you already guessed Eddie Van Halen and, and, Hendrix. and Stevie Vai and Hendrix. Are you, and, Steve Vai was on there? Well, you guessed him, Okay, yeah, and yeah. I think you were wrong about that. Stevie Vai is not, no, Stevie Vai is not in the top 12. These are just guitar players. These are not like... Bands. These are guitar players, just but I mean, it's not just technical. It's, it's influence and yeah. Can they shred? Oh, see, see that that changes things. Okay. Are you? Well, did you get the list? What do you want? A good list? Yeah, I got the list right okay. here. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Steve buys your one strike. Okay. And uh, Eddie Van Halen and Jimi Hendrix are your two. Okay. <sighs> see, I think this guy's great, but I don't see, know he's better. Than... I, I, I want to say Joe Satriani, but I think that, again, that's such a niche. I mean, the dude is a technically sound guitar player. I mean, beyond, but I just don't know that. I'm going to go with Joe Satriani. Strike two. Ah, Strike see? two. He's great, but uh, I think they're looking for more. Eric Clapton. I'll give you a hint more. Eric Clapton is in the so top that's five. Many. Okay. Mark Knopfler. Mark Knopfler is not in the. Top Are you serious? I'm, I'm out. And I will add a strike because I don't know who that is. It's the Dire Straits. Oh, you think Dire Straits oh guys in top twelve? No, well, money for just... no, the money for nothing riff is like one of the the most. Well, just to give you a little background, Neil Young's on this list. This and guy doesn't even and they know who cite, Mark Knopfler is, so I'm they discounting cite, anything. They cite one of Neil Young's greatest um, guitar solos as a one-note solo that tries to tell so much. Neil Young. So see, that's this, just, this see I like Neil Young off. a lot, but yeah. I'm not going to be like, dude, shreds like crazy, bro. Cause he see, again, really. man, I guess you, you have to have an idea. I can play of, Heart of Gold. It's Rolling Stone. Yeah, I just thought it was funny. No, that's why it got my craw, too. But I'm pissed because they're going to be some... Some douchers on there, like, oh, they're going to be like uh, Ted Nugent. Another- H- Hendrix, one. Okay. Clapton, two. Page, three. 
Jimmy Page that is. I mean, no, number four. Jimmy Page is amazing. No, he is. And the guy makes like a like sixteen fret stretches. Although I mean, he's heard he ripped off a bunch of music. Oh, he's definitely not. Ooh, he ooh, plays ooh. other people's music really well. Yes, well, everyone knows that Led Zeppelin are thieves. That's yeah, that's, well, that's not new. I know. But again, but, but I mean, you're still catching up with eighties movies. So I dude, I'm did you know that in War Games, Matthew Broderick's <laughs> like all right. Number four is Keith Richards. No, I don't agree with that. A technical guitar player? No, greatest guitarist. What okay, so you're also great. saying style. Okay, well then you get yeah. Pete Townsend's going to be on that list well, you too. you got to add teal and you got to add clothing and garb. Number five, Jeff Beck. Really good. Pete Townsend. Uh, number six, B.B. King. Yes. Don't you dare argue with B.B. No, King. No, I wouldn't. Um, just because he plays blues and stuff. Muddy Waters. Seven, Chuck Berry. Uh, okay. He's sort of sly. I don't know. Again. Uh, I think the, it's because he was one of the first people right. to do what he did. Number eight is Eddie Van Halen. Uh, number nine is Eddie Vedder. No, I'm just kidding. Number nine is Dwayne Allman from the Allman Brothers. See, yeah. Allman Brothers yeah. is good, man. I'm and not deny number it, but... ten, Pete Townsend. Number eleven. And here's where I got a little bummed out was uh, George Harrison, who I think is of course is a great guitarist, but uh, the Beatles ain't known for lighting up the guitar in that way. They're very good. Dude, where is Kirk Hammett on this list? Oh, I don't know. Dude, I, I, didn't go, ba- I didn't go. I didn't go. I'm just 12. saying, like, that, you want to talk about technically sound guitar players? I mean, Dave Gilmore from Pink Floyd is number four. Slash, Slash ain't on here. That's incredible to Dude, me. Dude, I was in a cover band before with a guy who was really good at guitar, and he used to always say, like, "Oh, Slash." I refer to him as like, like. Like sloppy fingers, yeah, like right, dude. talking shit Are about. You out of your I'm mind. telling you, That's I think crazy. a lot of people that play guitar think that Slash is I, all. I play guitar. You play guitar. What do you think? I think he's great, but I but I think he's more more Flash. I would agree, but so is Eddie Van Halen. Yeah, I'd agree with that too. I don't I don't have any use for Eddie Van Halen. No, I mean <laughs> that's just dude, me. I mean, if you want to talk about like extra, how many extra and you notes got less get Paul at eighteen. You could be argued he's number just, one in if you want to say greatest guitarist because he invented the Les Paul. So, but again, this list if you look at the top twelve people that you just named, it's like the, there's there's no consistent. It's not congru. The list is not congruous. No, it's almost well. Like, it's all from a certain. It's era, almost kind like of. fifty you know I mean? dudes came in with their list and then they just put them in one of those bingo things and pulled the names out at random. You know yeah, what I mean? Because that and two, and it's like if if you played past nineteen eighty, like forget it. Because classic rock is when the guitar was born. You know what I mean? So, but, like, say there's a great, like, you say Kirk Hammett. Well, he came out, you know, 80s and 90s with Metallica. Uh, amazing, of course. But it's like, yeah, he's good for, like, later on. But you, th- if you play with a V guitar, you're out. What, what, yeah, well, it, Randy Rhodes, another uh, amazing guitar player. Oh, l- l- so good. L- look at, for example, if you were to say, well, let's talk about the best best bass players. I mean, they they would say, what's his name from the Beatles? Um uh, 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 never heard of the Beatles. <laughs> Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. <laughs> They'd say, "Oh, Paul McCartney from the Beatles. He's one of the best bass players." But then I would say, "Well, Les Claypool's the best bass player. There's nobody." And then maybe Flea. Yeah. But they, oh, that's that's sort of a niche thing. Well, no, it's not. You know. Yeah, because I, it's like those guys could do what Paul McCartney did, and, and then more. they could also he do can't that. do what they do. They, I think they got bored doing that, so they started slapping a bass. Right. That to me. Is why this list is, is screwed up. It's because if you if you can transcend you your own list. music, you can't get mad at Hall of Fame. You can't get mad at well, list. Just as an arguing point for mm-hmm. conversation purposes, never. If you can transcend your music style and master all music styles, yeah. that would to me mean you're the best. But that would argue that people that you're beating had to master theirs before them and add to it. 
You know, i.e. Uh, but Chuck Berry. Own, you know okay, I mean? Chuck Berry's dad wasn't like, play like this. Chuck Berry could not come like out I and wish. play the solo for one. Can't do I guarantee no. it. No. I, he couldn't I, do it. Nah, no. But I guarantee you, if you, and I'm talking about, if you told Chuck Berry, I'm going to give you 15 minutes to listen to uh, Sanitarium, and I need you yeah. to play it. Can't. There's no way. No. But if you told Kirk Hammett, I need you to listen to any Chuck Berry song yeah. and play it, he could play it. I guarantee that. Would yeah. you? Would you to agree? See, I would love to see BB King play Harvester of Sorrow. That would make my day. It, listen, guitar players. Me and I just came up with this idea. Do you remember back in the Harmon Killebrew days when they show the black and white TV of the home run derbies? You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, it was far beyond before mm. our time. Mm. But if you, if anybody used to watch home run derby, they would have like these old time baseball players. I mean, like I said, Harmon Killebrew. That's how far back it goes. They would show these old video of these that's old, the guy uh, who made kids by the way <laughs> they would show these uh these old guys playing home run playing home run derby and they would record it for tv and they, i would watch these obviously many 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 years later but what if they did that like, with guitar players like they did a guitar challenge where they said okay you for example like, like in rocky these, six when they use like computer animation be well, like this dude could have be this they have dude. kirk hammett and then they have somebody from like like the best guy in, in the, uh, like kenny wayne shepherd kirk we're going to give you 15 minutes to play a Kenny Wade Shepard song. And then Kenny Wayne Shepard, we're going to give you 15 minutes to play a Metallica song. We're going to see who, who, you know, the audience or whoever you could call yeah. in on your phone or dial in, whatever. We're going to get there because we're you running would, out of ideas, but you like, you would have to strip it of all of its, of its artistic integrity. But yeah, well, yeah, it would have to be just, zeros and ones and tech, technicality. Why? Because, like they said, when Neil well, Young, look at the vo- look at the Young voice. plays something easy, it makes me feel this way. You know what I mean? Because it's art. Everything's based on that. But I'm saying, if we're talking about closest to what the album sounds like, yeah. If you're going to gonna make recorded, shows like you said, like the voice, then yeah. I mean, you here's the thing. This is how you win. You, like Guitar Hero, the video game, same thing. You you mess up. Mm-hmm. It takes points off. Love that game. Well, you I, I don't need all the flash. If Kenny Wade Shepard needed to sit down in order to play. Uh, a Kirk Hammett solo, then fine, do it. But you're still not going to be able to do it. Can't, <laughs> do you get it points, do you get points if you wear like uh, a Steven Tyler outfit? How many people do you think we lost in, in this argument? <laughs> There's like, like four dude, guys that play guitar like Ed. Look, dude, for in. one, I listen to hip hop. Okay. <laughs> for two, you guys are stupid. <laughs> All right. Anyways. Yeah. I don't know. Fuck the list. Hey, before, did you happen to catch any South Park episodes? No, not yet. You didn't, you don't no, know. This, my dad died this week. I guess if that's, I mean. If there was ever an excuse, I guess that's what you're gonna, you know, go with. Not like South Park. It's a slippery slope. It's another thirty minutes. Is I don't, I don't see how that really. Okay, okay. Next week, if if you do catch any, I want to see because I'm, I'm anxiously waiting. Okay, I'm anxiously waiting. We we're running out of time because we gotta we gotta get on with this. But uh, you were gonna review the burbs. You did not get around to that. Uh, you know what I wanted to. Uh, how much time do we got? None. Next week. Next if you week. have any... Uh, Next week, I, I, I have it. Ask anybody... Tom Hanks classic. After you're done listening to episode 88, this episode, go back and listen to 87 again, but the edited version. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure you enjoyed the unedited version just fine, but I'm telling you, then you're going to see. L- let, take a look behind the curtain. See what it sounds like with the, when the magic is done. Hmm. And uh, sorry for the <laughs> for uploading the wrong file, but again, I hate to use this as a crutch, but my dad died. So, yes. And when you do listen to it, please tell a friend, tell somebody that, you know, that's anybody that has anybody that drives in their car that would benefit from listening to something besides awful radio and the artists we just mentioned. Um, 
Or if the telephone line is still open, you can always call and leave a message at 219-237-9040. That's just a, a we're not going to answer, but it's a voicemail you can leave and be like, seriously, nobody knows less about guitar I don't guitar know, man. I'm feeling guys. pretty depressed. I might pick up at some point. <laughs> You're like, oh, the phone, the phone's ringing. <laughs> and push your kids it's over. Hold me. on. I'm, Hold I'm, on. <laughs> I'm in my bathtub with a bottle of whiskey. Just it's, like, oh. it's me in a Mexican voice going like, so you got, hey, hey. You guys got a good fucking show, man. God, I love that show when you tell those jokes and shit. I'm going to have like, I'm just going to be like a Russian dude, like any accent I can do. But uh, no, I mean, call in or just really more importantly, because you were telling me the other day that you put the episode up and like overnight before we knew it, there was, there was quite a few downloads. So uh, we know people are listening and that's Obviously that's not great. in this country unless you, everyone, we, you know, all these people mm-hmm. are working midnights. I'm assuming, because I can see who listens and I know there's people outside the, this country that listen. So hopefully when it's daytime for you, we may not be able to sync up, but that's what the yes. voicemail is good for. But tell a friend who is in the, because I find that's when I listen to the most podcasts and I'm starting to listen to, uh, what is it? Two Girls in Wine. Two girls and a bottle of wine. Bottle of wine. I was look at their wrinkled Twitter. sheets. Uh, Hillbilly nerd talk. Hillbilly nerd talk slowly becoming one of my favorites. Um, what else? Quickly becoming one of my favorites. But those are the ones I've been listening to. I started getting up. remasculate. Remasculate. There was a couple more that. Oh, we- I just started following them. I haven't. I haven't got to it yet, but I will. I will this week for sure. Anything else you're listening to? Uh, no, those are the new ones I picked up. I picked up uh, Grimerica, or maybe you call it Grimerica, and a couple new ones that I'll listen to, and I'll talk more about them later. But I know when I listen to them, it's 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 in the car when you're just driving around. So tell somebody that's in a car, say, listen, I know what you're listening to. And you, it sucks. You Check s- this out instead. It's just that you seem so dumb. Like, <laughs> I don't want people to know that with the windows down and catch you. So listen to Hey My Man podcast. And if you're not from Chicagoland area, nor- Northwest Indiana area, some of this stuff, you may go like. Where could you hear somebody drop Jose Canseco and Ingve Malmsteen in the same podcast? You just can't. It doesn't happen. You're not going to get Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sneetches in the Beaches in the same <laughs> conversation elsewhere. So, All right. Chew on that. We'll see you in episode 89. But before you, we do, go back and listen to episode 87, the edited one. I think you'll uh, appreciate it a little more. All right, check you guys later. You get a shiver in the dark. It's raining in the park. But meantime, sound of the river, you stop and you hold everything. A band is blowing Dixie, double fall time. When you hear the music ring Well now you step inside But you don't see too many faces Coming in out of the rain They hear the jazz go down Competition in other places But the horns, they blow in that sound Way on down south Way on down south London town Check out Guitar George He knows all the chords Mighty strictly rhythm, he doesn't wanna make it cry or sing. If then an old guitar is all he can afford, 
gets up under the lights to play his thing. And Harry doesn't mind if he doesn't make the scene. He's got a daytime job. He's doing all right. He can play the honky-tonk like anything. Saving it up Friday night With the Sultans With the Sultans of Swing Get it. Wigger, please.